I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, welcome to the Out of Spec Podcast. I'm Jordan Schieffer, joined by Mike Breeling, Ben Spreen, and Tymon Schreer. We are going to talk about a lot of fun things tonight, including um, Tymon officially joining the off-road community. SEMA is in full swing this week. Uh, we'll look at some fun builds there. And there's a new Z06 in the Corvette family, plus much, much more. So let's jump right in. I actually wanted to recap on my trip that I just finished the East leg of when I went out to see Mike and Ben and a bunch of other things, including DC, uh, took some fun, cheesy photos of my car in front of <laughs> things like, uh, yeah, did you guys know they left up the set from the Spider-Man homecoming? So was- <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So Washington monument capital. Um, is that where they film national treasure? Maybe. No way. <laughs> <laughs> National Treasure is just a documentary, right? Um, yeah. So. <laughs> so it was a great road trip, almost exactly 5,000 miles after getting back to Colorado. Um, and as of our last the podcast a couple weeks ago when I was in um, Atlanta, we didn't have I didn't have all these pictures done. So here's my car for our visual listeners on YouTube um, with it actually lowered. And you can just see how horrible the offset is on these wheels. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks, it looks good at that height, though. Yeah, I, I dialed in the height pretty well. Here's another one. That's uh, Justin, mm. one of our riders for Swerve Autos, trying to figure out what I did to my car. Um, but yeah, I think it's <laughs> perfect height. Um, I do. So from the side angle, I want to get your guys' opinion. These are 17s. Should I ever try 18s or is no. this just okay? <laughs> no, yeah, I think 17s look that's perfect. perfect. What's the profile on the tire? So these are 215.45s. Yeah, they look great. Yeah, so I, I think I'll, I'm going to go to a, these are 17 by 7. So I'm going to go to a 17 by 8 um, with a bit better offset and then mm-hmm. probably 225 with tires. And I think that'll just be so perfect. 
Um, My experience with every single car I've owned is that going one size up or one size down from the max, whichever it is, you know, one from yeah. base or one down from the maximum wheel size, the middle is always perfect. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the exception of Model S and Model X, you got to go 21s or 22s on those cars. But <laughs> 24s only. You can fit a 22 <laughs> on an S when 21 is the biggest factory and a 22 on an S looks goofy. So I think that's kind of why. Yeah. Take into account the car. So it was um, solid. Yeah, I was I was really shocked at how different the scenery was um, as far as fall colors. I, I, you know, I shouldn't be shocked because it's just, you know, nature. Like cold weather is still happening up north, so Nature. they're hitting it first. Versus Atlanta was like still hot when I got there. So, was it your first time on the East Coast? Um, I've been to Hilton Head Island, and I bought nice my car scene. in Ohio, and that was the furthest. That's not like, the East Coast. Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that was the furthest yeah, I'd ever. Ohio been. doesn't really have a coast specifically. <laughs> no, no, but like Don't bring east, us down with Ohio. East wise, that's the furthest I'd been. So this was fun to go. All the way up, not all the way. Next trip is going to be like Maine, like full send. Mm-hmm. So uh, this was a good time, though. Uh, yeah, five thousand miles. I found out. Um, so I took a seat cushion by that purple company, like the purple mattress company. They mm-hmm. make seat cushions, and that was phenomenal. After like twenty hours, I'd just throw that on there, and then I'd be good for another twenty. So, <laughs> um, fun fact. Um, but yeah, so. I got back from that and then I'm about to leave next week to go do basically the same thing, but to the West coast at the actual coast. I didn't actually see the Atlantic ocean, which was kind of sad. Uh, I got kind of, that's close. a missed opportunity. You should have <laughs> gone to the ocean. Come on. I was close. So next time I'll just go back. You're only um, five hours away. Come on. Yeah. Two hours, three hours. Whatever it is from here. <laughs> yeah. So next time but i will go west take a lot more photos uh, me and kyle are going to rip the miata around pretty much every fun road we can find between yes. san francisco and la um, i'm going to just give you one now write it down it's called lake hughes road excellent lake hughes okay mm-hmm. good to know yeah yeah um leave your comments below <laughs> where, <laughs> where i should go we'll try to capture everything <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, while I was coming back east, Timon was about to also come back from the east. He went and bought something. Timon, tell us about your fun. So new I rig. bought a Lexus GX hey! 470 Brill unit. It, one owner, lovely, no rust, and 200,000 miles. <laughs> and Man, let me it tell looks you, good. The, the ball joints. Great. Or the ball joints and the lower control arm bushings are completely shot. <laughs> so the ride home at like 65 miles an hour, the car was just like this the entire time. But it would steer straight. So I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll make it home. Yeah, I'll live. <laughs> How about that tire noise, though? Because you have what, 33s on there? Yeah, 33s on some cheap Chinese, I think they're fortune <laughs> tires. Mm. But they did the job. We went off roading the other day, it went well. But I yeah. so I picked it up in Georgia, went to Wilmington, North Carolina to visit my brother, and then left uh, from there to go to Colorado. And I I will say that driving that route seemed a lot slower than in the Focus RS, and I was doing probably about the <laughs> same speeds. <laughs> um, just ho- I was holding on for dear life in the GX, not the RS, but I was surprised. It I mean, it doesn't have like apple carplay or anything but i just got a cassette player with a bluetooth module and it worked perfectly fine 
Wow. For those who don't know, a cassette player is what we used to have in cars. <laughs> it used to be called a three-in-one, cassette, CD, and AM, FM. Wow. That was real technology. That's car lingo. Oh, yes. yeah. And it has every option you could get in 2004, so it's got the rear DVD player. Ooh. <laughs> Ours does not have the DVD player. We, we have, have the rear radio. 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 Thing. Yeah. Time and Time and I still have my PlayStation 2 with the RCA connectors. Let's, uh, let's yes. play some Star yeah, Wars gotta... Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your backseat. <laughs> Good idea. So this is 04. Mike and Ben, what year is yours? Five, I think. Okay. Yes, I actually would have to go look at the mine. title. I don't even no, know. No, I know what year it is. Upgraded motor that you have 30 more horsepower? Yeah. Yes. So we have 270 horsepower compared to your measly 240. <laughs> And variable valve timing intake and all that, which can That's be right. another area of, you know, maintenance apparently on these things. I know yeah, that there's mine was replaced I think, 20,000 miles ago. So I got another 60 left before I got to switch that. Wow. Yeah. We, did, um, did yours come with a new timing belt recently? Yep. That's pretty much the one major wear item on these cars. Mm -hmm. So what's this next? thing looks awesome. Yeah. What modifications are next? It looks too uh, stock. Uh, lift <laughs> kit is first. Yes. Because I don't want to deal with the stock airbags and stock suspension with 200,000 miles on it. <laughs> and I want to fit 35. There are probably no stock airbags anymore, man. I bet you those have been replaced at least once. I have the full Carfax like, uh, maintenance history, and it was very well maintained. Hmm. Only to Toyota and Lexus dealers. Lovely. Yeah. Did and you... Um... Did you go to Lexus and put the VIN in and see all the service in the Lexus website? Because you can do that. Oh, I have not even checked that. Oh, you oh, should check cool. that because we printed out 15 pages for ours from just yeah, Lexus. Yeah, we got 15 pages and 68,000 miles. I mean, they're going to wow. send you a dictionary, basically. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the previous owner replaced turn signals at the Lexus dealer. Oh, yeah, that's my uh, – <laughs> like the bulbs for the – the headlight for the turn signal is not the bulb itself, but the housing for it's kind of cracked. So there's just like glass inside my headlight housing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, I know how they did that. When I had to replace one shortly after we bought ours, our daytime running light, which is also the turn signal went out on the passenger side. So I was trying to replace it. And I kept grabbing the wrong one and I thought I almost broke something. And then it was like, it's another smaller tab a little further back. And then as soon as I twisted the way you're supposed to, I was like, oh, that comes right out. But it was actually burnt and like exploded in the socket. <laughs> like it shorted out or something crazy. Uh, the previous bulb. <laughs> yeah, I think we get a passenger side as well. Oh, yeah, it must be common. I think I want to remove the running boards from ours now because it makes yours look so much more yes. aggressive. Off we actually almost took our running boards off off-roading. So <laughs> Yeah, the only bad thing is if you hit it now without any rock sliders, your door is gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want, I've told Ben I want to get rock sliders for our GX. Because one, they look freaking awesome. And two, it does do a world of favor. Right. Like I some of the situation. We were fine. I maneuvered uh, <laughs> it very well. Uh, I, but if I do anything, I'm going to just grab some Forerunner TRD Pro sidestep slash rock sliders because they just bolt right on. I, I for sure thought Timon was going to lose his um, splash guards yesterday. Oh yeah, my, my, <laughs> they my, my, my well. still on there. 
Mm-hmm. We yeah, we did some some great off roading yesterday. Timon had his very capable rig. Um, it's it, awesome. It, it just looked so good. It just did everything like no problems. Yeah, and it's I amazing how the center they are. Really, Dude. wow! And it just crawled right up everything. Yeah, yeah. that four wheel drive system on these cars is truly amazing. I don't even know if you can if the newer GXs are as good. To be honest, we had <laughs> one. I think like six months ago, maybe almost a year ago, we had the newer um, GX. And there's literally nothing that's been changed. <laughs> it's just the same car. It's like I the a, a interior quality is better. But other than that, like you basically have the same infotainment center. You don't have CarPlay. And it just it looks outdated. And this is... I mean, it does, yeah. I have the nav system in mine. So I can't really upgrade my head unit. Yeah, so do we. That's but the one downfall. There's a... Um, a thing that plugs into it and then that runs Apple CarPlay or Android yeah, Auto. But that's six hundred dollars. I was. I'll get <laughs> that's what said. For that. <laughs> it's probably not worth it, but yeah. Yeah, we were like, yeah. not worth it. So, Timon. Uh, so we also have the NDX. And Timon, did you ride in this at all? Like, what? Yeah, you think I drove this? it yesterday, and I. It's not terrible, <laughs> but it's also just like. It's very meh. I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Just kind yeah. of plain Jane. It, yeah, on the road, I'm sure it's great. But <laughs> and I oh. think the all-wheel drive system, the shouty all-wheel drive system, yes. is not that good. Because in this picture, he got hung up on that rock by his front passenger tire, and it was just shooting up du- uh, dirt. And the rear tire was on a rock and could have easily put more power down, but just didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah it's it's very much a street car like we i mean our some of our issues were ground clearance because <laughs> we try to take it on this like off-road course which is funny because yeah nothing was we show up and there's all these legit rigs and then this mom car and got some great looks um but yeah it i was, I was actually impressed in the canyons and kyle was too like handling wise acura with the new 2022 fourth gen has double wishbone suspension it's solid. The brakes were really good, but the power is really lackluster, especially at altitude. I'm sure it's better at sea level, but it just needs that turbo so bad. Um, so the Type S, in theory, could fix everything because it's going to be turbo 3-liter with Brembo brakes. Um, and all we had issues with was the power, and then after enough intense driving, the brakes started to fade. But it lasted longer than most brakes did, so... Mixed mixed bag for sure. The interior, I, I don't even know it. Oh, the the little uh, menu selector thing that is the most infuriating of, thing I've ever seen. Yeah, one of the so, worst UI. <laughs> question on this new UI: Is it just one screen now? It's not that mm-hmm. double screen setup. So they replaced it with the like I've been in a recent RDX. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's similar to that yeah. system. Yeah, same. And the screen's also not touchscreen. Which is a real flaw. Which is really annoying. Yes, I guess I never tried to set touch up, it, but I'm shocked by that. And you can't set up Bluetooth either while driving. It just shuts off. If you're at a light stop, you're still in drive. You can do it, but then as soon as you start driving, it just closes it out and says cancel. And <laughs> well, Audi used to say, "For your safety, this feature is not available while driving." Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm sick of automakers treating me like I'm a four-year-old and I can't make my decisions. Like, yes, those are distracting <laughs> things. But a passenger can be inputting stuff yeah. very easily. Like I, the Audi, they drove me nuts. 
you couldn't zoom in and out on the map while moving. <laughs> I might be out of that. You could zoom, but you couldn't pan around, which is like very useful on a long distance trip to like see, oh, how far is my next charge stop? Nope, I, uh, not allowed. I grounded the parking wire on my Miata, so it thinks it's always in park. So I can I can do everything <laughs> on the infotainment. Yeah, but I feel like Does as soon as you plug in nope. Apple CarPlay, it bypasses every safety law, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a legal thing because obviously uh, Tesla can let you use a web browser while driving. So it's not like there's some legal reason. It's manufacturers thinking that they can enforce these things because of their own reasons, which annoys me. Yeah, like let me at least sign a thing and get the options to. Like, right. I don't know. Change the screen brightness of the Audi while moving. Yeah. So I don't know. It's fine. Um, although these ducks here are extremely obviously fake. Yes. It's kind of. Oh funny. yeah, wow. I can see that from you. Wow. <laughs> I never actually noticed. Those. They like it's a good design choice, but. They're so they're big enough to where the filled in plastic is really ugly and obvious, but otherwise, I imagine in brighter colors. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just like up. what uh Toyota did with the Supra, they left it closed so that you can open it for more power. Yeah, <laughs> it's for the modern <laughs> community. Yeah, yeah, I can't was, wait to um, get my hands on one of these and supercharge it. <laughs> was the is the one that you guys have on loan? Is that an A spec version? It's the advanced package. So oh, top, so yeah, it includes that, I think. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty much loaded. <laughs> it's it's loaded, but yeah, Type S is where it's at, 100%. Um, you know, there then, used to be a supercharger kit for the Acura MDX, like the first gen one. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, amazing. Bring it back. I just thought I would share that. <laughs> I, I, it is an actual thing that was being sold for a while. So <laughs> yeah, this thing, ah, it's fine. But the other car we have, is the new S class, the S five eighty twin turbo V eight? It's just yeah, five hundred horsepower. Look at that suspension power. in this photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fully active aromatic <laughs> suspension with the uh, let's see nine speed gearbox, um, hot stone massaging seats. Um, Are the rear seats in yours massaging as well? No, we don't have the executive. We just have the AMG Uh, line. Yeah. Yeah. Does it still have have two gears for reverse? Uh, Um, I don't, not anymore. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, that used to be a cool thing in the S class. But this has the rear wheel steering. So this one, this only has four and a half degrees. Um, With the executive package, you can get 10 degrees. Which doesn't make sense to me that you can't get that on the AMG line, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't make it. But yeah, we don't have... So the rear seats are heated and cooled, but not uh, massaging, and they don't have the rear screens. So we have the peasant version. It's only I will say that one grand. of the coolest things about this <laughs> is that front and rear passenger, or all of the seats, your armrest, if you have the heated seat on, turns warm. Yeah, and the center oh, console yes. up front also turn gets warm. Yeah, it's, it's like a warmth and comfort package or something yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's a, a thing that I think all super no luxury manufacturers need to do now. Like I think BMW offers a similar feature, um, and maybe has. even Genesis. Yeah, no, I don't think you find that at Genesis. I feel like they wouldn't do that because it's an actual nice feature and not something that you can just put on for a options list that's long. Uh oh, Ben, your audio has gone robot again. <laughs> but yeah, so 
like even these like weird lines on the dash that's a $1300 package just to have the piano in the wood yeah the piano like <laughs> black lines <laughs> it's premium piano black plastic uh, i wouldn't pay for that yeah i mean meaning but also having it it's not an eyesore it's very nice yeah. oh, i mean yeah. this, this was spec to 140 grand yeah so it was fairly maxed out amg so. Um, it's got, you know, face ID, fingerprint sensor. So it's got biometrics if you want to sign into your profile that way. Um, MBUX is great, of course. It's an OLED screen in the middle. Um, really intuitive. One of my favorite types of, I guess, auto UI systems. Um, <clears throat> this has the premium Burmeister 4D sound yeah, system. That's what I was going to say. I can tell by the tweeter in the door. Uh, there. It was so cool because there's like subwoofers in the seat. So yeah. even in the rear oh, seat, really? you can adjust how much bass you get in the seat and it vibrates the seat. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can do it. It's a scale from zero to 10, three or wow. two is about the sweet spot. But of course I got in and time and had Ten. it set to like 10. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get massaging I'm seats in, in the Kyle, rear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> massaging seat rear hack. Great idea. Um, and um, one thing that I've always been a fan of, especially in recent S classes and just Mercedes in general, the ambient lighting is probably just off the mm -hmm. chart, like yes. everywhere in this thing. 64 color ambient lighting, dynamic multicolor, like fantastic. Um, the 3D gauge fluster is really cool and really effective. Um, the augmented reality navigation is fantastic. Like it really feels like a car from the future, and it's almost an eyesore when you throw on like Apple CarPlay or Android Auto because they just don't look future enough. <laughs> it what that is, I think, the biggest Apple CarPlay I've ever seen in any car. Yeah, it it put my apps on like three rows. I've never seen that in a car. <laughs> oh, so did, so it takes up like almost that whole screen there. Yeah, like you can kind of see it in that picture how where the blue only... starts at the bottom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like the above the home button, that's all CarPlay. Wow, that's nice. Wow, yeah, it's huge. It's really high resolution. Like CarPlay looks great. Um, and I, yeah, I was really impressed with the augmented reality. It just like throwed arrows like on the windshield on the actual street where I was supposed to go. And me, we couldn't figure out how it does it, but when you're at a stoplight, it does a countdown before the light turns green. It's somewhat accurate. I think it just does generic based on like New York city and LA and grabs uh, that info. And then once it sees a stop line turning red, it gives a countdown. Cause half the time it's just like 15 seconds off. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I thought it was just had to be tied into like smart city stuff like Audis were, but maybe, yeah, I yeah. wonder. I mean, it might, some lights might be set up correctly in Fort Collins, but I think four hmm. of them were all miscounted. Yeah. So pretty accurate, but not perfect, um, but great car. It's just crazy to think this is about the same price as a Model S Plaid. <laughs> and it's like, do you want like the epitome of luxury, everything you can possibly think of in the interior, or do you want mind-blowing acceleration? Mind-blowing acceleration, please. Thank you. <laughs> no, S-Class all day. Thousand horsepower. <laughs> I don't buy a car to like not drive it, so I'm going to have a thousand horsepower. It's fast know. enough. Yeah, no, do a muffler delete on this spec. If you give me a gasoline powered car, I really want it to be a well, okay. I guess the GX is an exception, but I want an off roader or like a sports car. I don't want well, like a 
numb feeling gas car because then I'm putting money and into something that's not fun. Get in, I'll get an EQS. Probably. All right. Solved. Well, that's that solves <laughs> it. That's electric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, jump into some news, shall we? Um, in case you're under a rock and missed it, the news Corvette Z06 has been unveiled. Um, what did you guys think of that? I have my own thoughts, but it sounds great. Yeah, it sounds like a four five eight. It's basically the same. It's the same motor design, um, but I don't. The look of it was eh. See, I I think for me the it fixes what I disliked about the C eight. Um, yes, I agree. I I thought the like I don't, I don't know what it was exactly, but the C eight was just a bit. I don't know awkward because it was like too narrow or something like it, it just looked like you know like a ferrari you order from wish.com um, <laughs> but the z06 making it three and a half inches wider like all the body appearance stuff like i'm i'm a huge fan i still don't you know i would never pick this over a mclaren or ferrari or uh lamborghini i'd be on the fence i've never liked lamborghinis that much but ferrari mclaren i'm a huge fan and I still think they look way better than this. But I think I'd pick price. this over McLaren, honestly, because of reliability. Yeah, that's valid. <laughs> yeah, I think so, this is the best it's looked, actually. Yes, like the vents and the width. Yeah. Yeah, I it think this does look really better good. than the regular C8, but I'm more of a fan of like the C7. Yeah. Now that I see C8s everywhere, I'm kind of tired of it. And so I see a C, like a really good setup C7, and I'm really excited especially with that seven speed manual but this is still an intriguing car i will say that it finally feels like they've got an engine that fits what the car is better because the uh, other engine yep. kind of doesn't rev and i've driven one a little bit and it just kind of you bump into redline a lot especially without it being a manual where you're not quite as engaged you know yeah, with the have, rpms um, you had a z51 right or a base or whatever i think a z51 on snow tires yeah, and I was not that impressed with it. <laughs> I think I drove kind of, a base, and I didn't really. It's like they just kind of car. threw in a V8 on something that was quite heavy. That's what it felt like. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, I think the Z06 fixes a lot of that. I mean, one, as we already mentioned, the soundtrack of this car finally fits how it looks. I think like it's a yeah, mid-engine 100%. car. And now it sounds like a mid-engine car. You know, it doesn't sound like an American muscle car, which I'm sure some people would, that's what they're going to miss. But the fact that I think that they've already sold out of the Z06 for yeah, a couple saw, of years. <laughs> I saw a TikTok or something. Someone had like 1,500 allocations already, down payments for them. And it's like, yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be two to three years before you even get one. It was, yeah. let's be realistic, that car sold out before it was announced, most right. likely. Like yeah, if you're going to get one, you were on that list before they even brought it up. And that should be the moral of this story for anyone considering a, a future car they really want right now. And probably in the future, you should just consider putting yourself, find your favorite local deal. If it's got good reviews, whatever you got to do, and just put yourself down on the list. Say, hey, I know this is likely to come out. I want to be the first. Well, Ben, I got, I need an allocation or something. <laughs> <laughs> 8600 rpm that's yeah that's gonna sound fantastic 
Mm-hmm. Um, that with an exhaust. Did you see with it? I think the rear Ooh. tires are like two forty or sorry, three forty five section. Yeah, rears. yeah, something like it's that. Meaty tire, twenty five. Meaty oh, skinny. Wow. <laughs> yeah, staggered offset. So super. I mean, super I think. Cool. I think the big question is. Uh, so I mean, there's MSRP, but what are people going to actually pay for this car? Yeah, like one thirty. I think we don't know exactly, but over ninety is the educated guest. I bet you it'll be around a hundred car on the market. hundred yeah, to hundred and ten sticker. Sticker, yeah, and then it's going to be hundred and fifty if you can get one. That's yeah, I think one thirties, one forties. Wow, standard twenty thirty k markup, and then. Everyone who got one early is going to try and flip it. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> just like the regular C8. I mean, people it's are just still like, you know, flipping those. It's just like Xbox Series X all over again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> PlayStation 5. Um, but cool car, though. I mean, it's it's a pretty, it's an awesome feat of engineering for you Noah know, GM to do. I mean, they've put a lot of time and money into this thing. And I think it actually is befitting of its look now. So. I'm excited to see one. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't wait to see some aftermarket applications. Like whenever people do turbo or supercharge this thing. (laughs) Oh, and unlike the last ZS6, no cooling issues. Yeah. (laughs) Shouldn't heat soak. But uh, I wonder what the new uh, ZR1 might be in the near future, you know? Yeah. Or the Zora or whatever it's supposed to be called, the like electrified version of this. That one. Mm. And some electric <laughs> motors so, torque yeah, factory maybe, on the front axle. I'm interested. Corvette's got a got a future, that's for sure. <laughs> it could probably be its own brand by now. Yeah. It is, yeah, it is weird like thinking this is Chevrolet. Cause I don't know, the rest of their cars are I mean the uh, the new Camaros <laughs> look good, but I don't think they like I don't think I don't, they're probably not long in the tooth at this point. I think the Camaro might be killed for uh Kind of like a Mustang Mach-E type thing uh, yeah. in the near future. Camaro crossover. <laughs> I mean, That's... you can buy a Corolla Cross now, which is basically just the ZHR badged as a Corolla. <laughs> can we talk about the... <laughs> and your audio... I uh, can't even understand what you're saying. It's, it's probably not going to be worse than a CHR. <laughs> so, I, I got the end of it. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> CHR was like looks good, uh, terrible for everything else. Um, and then there's the Mitsubishi yes. Eclipse Cross. If we, if we want to bring that bombshell out, uh, uh, please don't. Motorsporter <laughs> <laughs> um, Also, relatively new news is um, Range Rover 2022. Mm. Smooth looks. That's an understatement. It is like ridiculous i'm sure i'm gonna see these in person and be like no that's a rendering (laughs) (laughs) i I think with the matte paint it will yeah (laughs) when i first saw it when they showed the like brown gold color i was like this thing's hideous it is way too um dubai e for me i was like that is not it yeah it's like champagne on wheels (laughs) i I like it. it but this this one right here yeah oh that's a spec yeah, <laughs> dark, dark, dark gray, all the black accents. Pick them uh, up in five years, and you'll be the happiest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I like it. Um, I know the rear end's probably the you know section of most contention 
But I think if, like here in this photo, if you're watching on YouTube, I think that look, just looks really good. Um, I, and the way like the LED mustache. lights work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Handlebar like, mustache. I like the <laughs> rear end. I like that they're portraying it in a winery, like literally between rows of grapes. They know their audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rich white moms. <laughs> Is that a dog bowl? Napa Valley. Yes. Oh, I thought that was a subwoofer. Then your audio is completely gone. <laughs> you should mute yourself and look at something. Completely, completely gone. But yeah, so as Ben was saying, uh, Land Rover actually offers like a whole range of dog accessories because, I mean, their cars are utilized in uh, a lot of dog-related activities, whether it be like, hunting or like just like. enjoy. But the interior of this car, I absolutely love. I love the, the new gauge cluster that's kind of like floating. Mm -hmm. uh, the new Privy Pro, I believe is what it's called. Their new infotainment. Privy Pro. There you go. Um, looks great. I've had a chance to use one in person briefly on a new uh, XF that came out a year ago. And it's a lot better than their old outgoing system. It's a lot more responsive. Um, don't compare it to like, you know, a Tesla, I would say, I mean, right. Tesla still has a great UX for that size of a screen, or I'm sure even the Mercedes, you know, new S class is probably a little bit more responsive, um, just judging by the company, but the material quality in this car, I think is going to be exceptional. And, uh, they're just, we're going to start seeing these things everywhere for sure. I'm yeah, sure like as we're seeing defenders now and thousands of them. Yeah. <laughs> Starting to see defenders a lot more often. I would still have one, but it'd be tough to have one over a Rivian at this point in my opinion. Yeah. I think I would do a defender over a Rivian just because it's defender name. Sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I totally understand that. I actually just built a defender the other day again. I'm like, Ooh, steel wheels where it's yeah at. we had so my mom had a uh, 2016 range rover and then we recently had a pre-production um defender which the screen had some bugs but the ui is completely different and so much mm -hmm. nicer even with the bugs it was so easy to use and you could figure out where to go in the infotainment center if it were settings or just like connecting a phone it was so much easier yeah it looked a lot easier and i know we have used one that new system oh are you talking about like the new their new 11 inch system that they have now like that one that's in the range rover or the new one that just came out with the defender because they've updated it now to the bigger screen well but i, I think, think we the had system. the defender with the bigger screen if i remember okay correctly. yeah so that would it's be the, the same, same on both screen car. sizes too but I think the big thing with this Range Rover is the plug-in hybrid now actually has a really usable battery. I mean, 60 miles of range on the WTLP cycle, I believe it's called, or the European cycle. Yeah. Um, so really over here, probably about 30, not 25. <laughs> it's really, really funny. Like the, yeah, WLTP, whatever. Yeah, it was like over 60 miles, but Range Rover themselves, JLR was like, yeah, you can probably expect 50. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, it's a other, big car. What other auto manufacturer has like under like undercut what people are saying? Um, I guess it'd be funny. Oh. But I mean, think about the tax credits you can get. And I know 
in Europe a long way. So you're just going to see plug-in hybrids everywhere that are probably never plugged in or ever charged. You're just going to run the gas motor, right. their new inline six. Um, I know that's 31 kilowatt hours usable. I think that is at a minimum, probably 45 miles if you're driving pretty inefficient. Yeah. yeah, that could be up to 45 miles potentially, depending on your driving I think that's style. Gonna have, that's one of the larger batteries of a plug-in hybrid right now. I mean, I want to I want to test that because that that Jeep did 25 miles consistently on 15 kilowatt hours. That yeah, Jeep was something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I think maybe 50. We'll find out. We're gonna test. I it. I think this is a great product, but. Uh, I really would just wait for the electrified version they talked about because as much as I love a Range Rover with a V8, uh, now that it's no longer the supercharged V8 5-liter, it's now the BMW 4.4 liter turbo. Um, no longer interested. Your audio is gone again. <laughs> I don't know. Robot man. Yeah. I mean, not, I agree. The 4.4 liter turbo is definitely not like you know, when you think of Range Rover, you think of superchargers or J- JLR in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the fact that now it's a turbo and it's a BMW motor. I mean, I'm sure it's probably more reliable than the old JLR motor in general. Um, unless you got the diesel. The diesel was was stout. I think that's what Timon's Yeah, that's had. what my mom had. Great motor. But then when the DEF system failed, they just like, we're not getting an <laughs> exhaust for it. So yeah. they just sold it and... Now she drives an F one fifty. Well, that's definitely different. But that's the, different. The newer F one fifty interiors are probably just as nice as the Range Rover. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, when's when's the electric one come out? They said twenty twenty four. I think. Yeah. Fully yeah, electric. a couple of years. We'll see. That'll be sweet. I mean, then it'll be like this versus Rivian. I'd love to compare them because that's I, kept the standard rear locking differential too. No, I don't think this would com- compete with Rivian, though. Yeah, do I? I was going to say, I wouldn't Maybe like these two. an S-Class it would compete with, because it's kind of the same market. Because the general owner of a Range Rover is not going to take it off-road. They're <laughs> just going to drive it to the grocery store, and that's it. But then there's Ben, Mike, and Kyle that will <laughs> go off-roading in their Range Rover. <laughs> <laughs> As we have done. I don't know. I've I've sold some uh, Range Rovers to people when I worked back at the company who like would drive them through multiple feet of water because they lived on the coast and they had to drive through a river to get to their home, basically. Jesus. But uh, I suspect it's they a were in a Range Rover specific scenario. Yeah. <laughs> My main question is the waiting depth. I was like, oh, I know this. I see, you know, nine hundred millimeters. He's like, okay, doing the math in his head. He's like, that'll work. <laughs> I'm like, really? Oh, wow. Let's talk SEMA because that's always a fun time for any auto enthusiast. Um, So, Timon, you said you kind of knew what TJ Hunt was up to because we don't, at the time of this recording, we don't know everything going on at SEMA yet. um, But we should. Yeah, this was a day before SEMA officially starts. So, today all cars are loading in and stuff. Yeah. Um, But TJ Hunt, he's actually a pretty well known YouTuber, started out with a 328i. And now he's got his own wide body kit for uh, Supra and the C8. And I think it looks phenomenal. And what's getting unveiled tomorrow, I think, is the version 1.5. So what you're seeing, the actual renderings right now, is of the seri- or the 
version one. So they're mm -hmm. probably just going to be slight upgrades. But I think the wide body, um, especially if you go one picture up um, for the red one, it looks phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it does actually work on that car really well. I think that is what that's, I mean, we've talked about the C8 earlier, just how none of us really like the way it looked. I actually think this looks a lot better, like almost like it should have looked to begin with. Yeah. And kind of what the Z06 fixes, you know, in yeah, a way. Z06 only does three and a half inches. That's... This is a lot bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like but, 10 in the rear, basically. But it looks, uh, it does look good on this body for sure, on this car. It works. I would agree. Yeah. And then I think his is also uh, twin turboed. So he's got the. I think he bought the highest spec you could get when they first released. And then two months ago, he completed a turbo kit for it and makes 800 wheel on pump gas on a low boost setting. Cause the uh, ECUs haven't been broken and they've got transmission issues with holding more than that power. <laughs> yeah. That's a new uh, dual clutch system in this car. So not but he surprising. wants to set the fastest uh, time quarter mile time with one so we'll see how that goes and then he also has a huracan that's got a super trofeo kit on it Oof. and that looks phenomenal that is also twin turboed and also makes it a uh, wheel that color with those wheels yes yeah all so about it. Like dark dark green with a hint of blue gold wheels with the um silver lips yeah that's a look that's like yes it right there yeah yeah <laughs> that is uh i would i would have that in my garage i'd sure. probably do an r8 over huracan honestly because mm -hmm. i've heard a lot more people say it's more comfortable i would love to daily an r8 just throwing that out there <laughs> i think we all i would. saw yeah i saw a 2017 <laughs> r8 sidetrack sidebar a little bit here uh the other day that had almost fifty thousand miles on it it was a daily driver I was like, yeah. good for you. You're actually driving your car. That's amazing. Well, Ben got a um, Sheepy built. So his is his Huracan's built by Sheepy. And Ben got a Sheepy built Huracan Evo in for trade once. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. It was really, really, really fast. <laughs> I just can't iterate enough how ridiculous that thing was. Faster than a plaid? Huh? Uh, you know, honestly, I think so, you know, because it was like 1700 horsepower, but <laughs> it's a different experience. Like, right. flat is just, oh my god, here's some G force and nothing else. And that is sort of like overstimulation. There's so much happening. In yeah, I had a uh, there's a guy in Wilmington that has a twin turbo Huracan Performante and like a 2000 wheel horsepower GTR. And he's trying to call out plaid owners to show them what actual real speed is. <laughs> Jeez. It's a well, whole new level of horsepower wars. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, there will always be someone with a faster car. That's the one thing you need to learn in life is no matter how bad or fast you think your car is, there's that can be that one person and they, they're crazier. Yeah, there's gonna be that one person with a plaid. That's true. Um but yeah, there, there's also on the slower end of things some interesting Jeeps, um, Jeep Wrangler concepts, especially yes. this one, which was what was this called? The like Overlook. A, the Overlook, which is 
actually a brilliant name for a third kind of higher row of seating. Yeah. So is... basically it takes the old Jeep commander, you know, recipe and puts it to a Wrangler. Uh, so it's, a, it's longer and you have a third row of command seating. It looks like, I mean, hence <laughs> the way it looks. Yeah. I think if Jeep were to ever make a three row Wrangler, which I mean, I won't ever doubt that they will never potentially make that. I mean, they make a freaking uh, plug in electric one at this point and a two liter turbo and all that. Yeah. Right. They would sell a ton of this car. Like there are people out there who would gladly have a three row Wrangler over a three row Grand Cherokee L um, including me. Cause I think this thing looks crazy. And if they ever do another Jurassic park, this should be the car in it, not a G wagon. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like the um, defender style roof. Very kicks up. I love that. Yeah. But I do know there is a better roof that actually looks like a defender that where the rear glass goes basically all the way to the f- near to the front. And that looks killer. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would look good because I mean the Wrangler, this generation of Wrangler in particular just already looks good. Um, and then it looks like that they upgraded their stuff. Oh yeah, it's a whole ton of a lot better than the JK ever was. Just yeah, quality wise. I had a JK and pff, I sold that thing in six. Months. I owned a JK too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I sold it in six months as well. <laughs> <laughs> cars to travel in yeah <laughs> i mean but, just think about it, a three-row wrangler off-roading at moab come on you can take you all your friends i honestly cooler. probably would never do that because i feel like it would flip <laughs> <laughs> i love this um four by e concept this is how i'd order yes, my four by that's e. very cool i love the interior um Quite. you can probably actually order those doors already but yeah that's a very cool looking i mean plug-in hybrid there's no other plug-in hybrid that looks like that currently on the market white um, with the blue interior yeah i love the little leds they show underneath the car too yeah uh like yeah. embedded down there on the frame rail like that's cool the sema truck style yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean in North Carolina, Timon's from here. You can get that wheel glow and oh, I, you know. The first thing I was, <laughs> I had a stop in Raleigh, and I'm driving out towards like Greensboro area, and yeah. as soon as I head to 40, there's a new Escalade slammed like this. There's probably this much gap from the rear tire, and it's just some. 18 year old kid with a hat, just like hair basically flowing out. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> this is why I don't live here anymore. <laughs> Absolutely truth right there. And the, uh, the Ford section of SEMA is called Ford out front. So probably first thing you see when you get there. Um, and there's some custom Broncos that I thought were super cool. And Timon, have you considered tracks on your uh, GX? <laughs> I'm not. I don't think it snows enough here to do so. But oh I do. Uh, the new Bronco looks phenomenal, and yeah. especially what uh, RTR is doing with them. Yeah, I think but, that name Fun Runners 
iffy, but yeah. I agree it looks good otherwise. <laughs> I'm excited for the uh, Bronco uh, Raptor. Oh, yeah. Yes, which is going to be a real thing. So it it's going to be amazing when this, it comes around. That looks really cool. This is how yeah. I want my Bronco. I want the two-door, yes. like... I mean, it reminds off. me. It reminds me of a like '90s or '80s. Um, what do you call it? Is it a Suzuki? X one ninety or X ninety? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yes, one that's, that's like exactly a little coupe. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. I love this tiny little hard top for the two door Bronco with a tiny little, almost like truck bed style rack. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's I think uh, you should get that and. I'll put a lift kit on my GX and we'll see whoever can jump the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, this uh, four door Bronco with tracks, which is ridiculous. I know who that's going to. Uh, <laughs> so I saw hopefully a, the Antarctic or yeah. Greenland. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. But I was going to say, um, Ken Block, Richard Hammond, might buy it. but he just switched to <laughs> Audi. Um, yeah, he did. Because he yeah. had the rap, the first gen Raptor with tracks. Oh yeah. Yep. I've seen a YouTuber who did that to his Raptor. He put tracks on it. It was great. <laughs> I really want to try. Grand did it with a Focus RS and it overheated. Oh, I remember, <laughs> and he blew the clutch up. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to drive something with tracks. Like, just want to experience I it. I feel like it's horrible. You could go rent one of those Bobcat loaders for like thirty nine dollars a day. Just to, or just go to Iceland. Simple flight over. Yeah, Reykjavik. Just don't take American Airlines because you'll be stuck in the airport like Kyle for the entire day without leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, I saw. Let me pull it up here. I did see some tracks in Boulder on this Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> I'm just street. driving around town on that too. Yeah, I like it. Besides the stock fenders. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's, Everything I mean, else is done to good. the car except the fenders. And Honestly, been... I'm just, I, I think there's a missed opportunity not having a spare track where the spare tires are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or just put two on the roof. He's got the space for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fun. It just looked funny because wow. we, we hadn't had snow in a while. So it was just kind of, you know, driving around on very clean streets. That hadn't been mm -hmm. snowed on for probably yeah, a week. To be fair, that. that only worked for like two days last yeah. winter. <laughs> yeah. But well, let me see what other Broncos we had here. I want to take a vehicle on tracks to drive through, like a Starbucks. That looks like, oh, yeah. It's where he must have been. <laughs> the ultimate flex. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the, uh, what is the Baja kind of Bronco, which actually, I mean, it's a rendering, mm -hmm. but it's, Kind of low. I hope it's a lot higher than what it yeah. says right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a good Photoshop rendering. Neither yeah, of these. That's so bad. <laughs> Look at the front wheel on that. It's so off. It's the same wheel as the rear wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just geez. a different size. Yeah. I actually think the Bronco Sport has some potential to be kind of a cool little car. I, do, uh, I feel like, like it, this it one be looks cool. A good like medium to light off-road car just do like a one inch lift and some knobby yep. tires but considering you have its price of entries you know 30 grand that's right. pretty cheap yeah but i don't think i could ever own a sport over a normal bronco yeah that's true because i think you can get a 
pretty stripped down Bronco for almost the same money as a stripped down Bronco Sport. Which yeah, so is, I think I spec'd it out to where you still got the LED headlights and the uh, upgraded sound system, and it was like thirty nine forty or something like that. Upgraded sound? Who needs that? I, I do. Luxury. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Me, you know, I can actually see yeah. myself having a Bronco Sport more than I could see myself having a Bronco. Something like Ooh. really capable but small. Like, eh. I love the ninety five percent of the time it's on the road. Does it matter? You know, like yeah. I saw. I'd rather rather get twenty six MPG or something. Then go go on co- Copart and uh, go find yourself a wrecked one. <laughs> I saw I saw a sport today with the yellow, and I every time I see it, I'm like, that's a good good color. Yellow with all mm-hmm. the black. Yeah, it's black good looking trim. little car actually. Yeah, I always uh, well speaking of like good colors, like I always I've built a couple uh, Ford Mavericks with cyber orange, I believe is what they call it, oh, which yeah. is one of the best colors ever on like a mini truck. And I can't wait to actually see those things like lowered on rims. Like they're probably going to look amazing. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Like bring it back for sure. And the Maverick itself, I think is just a really great product uh, and timed perfectly in reality. Yeah. Yeah. The mini truck scene used to be huge. Like the, in the nineties. Yeah. Rangers and the Datsuns and stuff like that. Like, those those were cool. I'm excited for like Mini Truck 2.0. Yeah, I mean they had to bring the Maverick out because the Ranger was the Mini Truck, and then they made it F-150 size <laughs> because the F-150 <laughs> became F-250 size. That's yeah. moving them up and then bringing something else underneath it. Um, I would love a like two door Maverick. I think that'd be sweet. Short bed, two door, slammed. <laughs> there we go. Hybrid. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> hybrid <laughs> straight pipe hybrid yeah ls swap <laughs> <laughs> six feet um last topic i wanted to have kind of fun with um we had an article go up recently that was just the top 10 cars your grandparents need to consider um i wanted to see what you guys thought of this list but also the things you would add that maybe aren't on here so really quick um i'll just list them off toyota avalon hybrid Great idea. Lincoln Nautilus, um, taking that Ford luxury. Hyundai Sonata, Toyota Corolla, Honda Insight EX, Toyota RAV4 Prime. That's a grandparent in style. Um, <laughs> Audi SQ5. SQ5, yeah. That's, That's a grandpa in style. Another one of the style, yeah. Cadillac CT5V. Yeah, didn't want to spend Blackwing money, yeah. basically. <laughs> and then, you know, Tesla Model S. Yeah, ID four. So I guess what do you think of this list, but also what would you add? I think uh, for the first section for what was it? Uh the last car they would buy. Yeah. <laughs> I would throw a Macan in there. Mm, that's, that's actually a good one. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see a Macan. I, uh, I was Macan's a great old person sporting car because it's good to see Yeah, I was stuck behind a Macan going 10 under yesterday oh. so probably <laughs> i mean honestly another car that would fit in that category like last car they buy ford escape mm. i mean it's just yeah it's I... it's affordable it's probably actually cheaper than the avalon i think ford they would solely well. buy the avalon to they know their time's up and 
<laughs> within time, it's just going to go to one of their grandkids. Yeah, I would. I would ask my grandkids. I'm sure there's quite a few Avalons that are hand me down. Yeah, <laughs> I'd ask my kids what they want. Uh, they so <laughs> my grandpa just sold his. Was it a Camry hybrid? Because they did make those. Yes. Yeah, he had a Camry hybrid. Loved it. It was quick and sporty. He thought it was incredibly fast, and um, <laughs> but he sold it because it was just too annoying to get in and out of. So Don't he replaced you know. it with a Rav Four. Not the Prime, sadly, but it is the Rav4 hybrid. Um, XSE. Come XSE, on. yep. And that yes. deep blue color. And he loves it. He can't it's imagine bad. a better vehicle. So that's a, a personal. And then my other grandpa, who I, I I just saw him on my way back from the East Coast. He's 96, still drives himself to work. Um, Good for he him. has a Chevy Trax. <laughs> yes. So I was going to say Trax is definitely on that level or Buick Encore, you know, that should yeah. be here for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would so like, I, I'd I, like I, to submit the SL Mercedes. Ooh. Yeah, that would work. Fancy grandpa car. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, asked, in place of a Tesla. I, I asked both my grandparents what their first car they bought was. And I think my, that grandpa who's 96, he bought his first car in 19, 19- 40 something and it was a buick he didn't even remember what model it was but he bought it for 50 <laughs> bucks and he, he just views cars he views cars solely as an appliance does not care um on the other hand my other grandpa and grandma both had like fun roadsters and stuff growing up so mgb and all that uh, oh, that's what you get it from yeah so that's that's i i was kind of like where do i get this from yeah definitely the other side of grandparents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good list. I definitely the ID4, which is funny because the ID4 I could see as like kind of hip because it's objectively a good I think car, but it's easy. If my grandpa were to buy a EV, I would not throw him in a Tesla. Mm-hmm. I'd no, say ID4, perfect. Yeah, Just take done. it and go. <laughs> you can figure it out yourself. And that's how easy it is. Although the ease of honestly, another car that could be on this list is like a Mini Cooper Countryman. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, because it's easy getting out of. It's kind of funky and unique, and oh, I'm still young and hip and all that. So. Right, but also with the charging aspect, my my grandmas don't drive anywhere. They can just plug it in at home, and it's just like, just, there you go. <laughs> That's it. Problem yeah, solved. never have to put gas in it ever again. Yeah, exactly. I would also submit the uh, smart car because I don't think outside of myself and Kyle have ever seen anyone who likes them below the age of 60. Mm. That's very true. <laughs> and it fits on the back of an RV. Yeah, um, we were in Germany going to charge. I don't remember what car it was. And then some older dude and his daughter were trying to figure out how to charge their new brand new electric smart car. Yes, <laughs> that's cool. I'd never really seen anyone else in public with an electric smart car. <laughs> I drove to the track once in uh, Kyle's in uh, Rocky Mount. And th- with the license plate dumb, I just people coming next to me just laughing at me. <laughs> it's yeah, a fun, yeah, it's a fun car to like almost make fun of yourself, and especially if it's the smart convertible. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I would I would honestly, unpopular opinion, I would love to import a smart roadster in a couple of years when they're legal 
from a uh... very unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. I think car. the only good smart car is electric, and Kyle's smart car, the one that the convertible that he has, was really. I don't think I've laughed as hard in a car than driving or riding in that car, especially on the off-road track at the track in Rocky Mount. Like oh, yeah. that was absolutely hilarious. I I crack up thinking about <laughs> we it. We really today. just use that car as a rally car. Yeah, it. I mean, it's it was fun. I mean, I won't lie. It was, and they're fine to drive around and commute in, I guess. But yeah, you're gonna have to get used to getting some odd looks and probably some laughs. It's good to commute there. in if you do like ten miles to work. <laughs> as of 2013, the average age of a smart buyer is 55.3 years. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Smart. It's just a small little runaround, but I think ID four will get there as well. Yeah, I was going to say ID four as a, uh, a grandparent electric car is probably going to be the number one. I would imagine. Yeah, it's so easy to get into as well, and it's got massaging seats too. Uh, Sold. I experienced those yet? They um, do. They're not S class level. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> they do some work. Yeah, so we're getting an ID4 all-wheel drive this week. Um, do you know what trim that is, Tywin? No idea. I uh, found out that we were getting an ID4 yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the S or the Gradient Pro, I would imagine. Yeah, you I'm know, guessing the it's the going to have the Gradient package. I don't think they would send us one without one, honestly. Yeah, probably <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> um. But no, the best grandpa flex I ever saw was uh, Cars and Coffee in Dallas. Um, a grandpa showed up with his granddaughter because he needed a second driver in his LaFerrari and his F40. It was oh. a matching wow, like duo. And that was like magical standing between those cars. I was like, this is a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, actually, I just we missed the obvious because we talked about it already. Uh, why is Corvette not on the yeah. perfect car for your grandparents to own? They're uh, already in line to order cars on this list. Yeah. So yeah, the the categories I, I didn't say those. We said the first one, the last car. Um, the next one is I'm waiting on my social security check. So these are the cheaper ones. The next one is the grandma who only drives in town to bingo in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. The grandpa <laughs> who has need for speed to get to his tea time. That's right. I guess a, gol- a Corvette would fit in that because you can yeah. put golf clubs in a Corvette. Yeah, yeah I would change That's the true. Corvette with the CT5. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I-, I could see Corvette. I was going to say maybe Jaguar F Type, but I think Corvette probably would be a better fit. Not the F Type. Yeah. No. And then the last <laughs> one. no longer produced. That could be on the list. <laughs> The last one is tech-savvy grandparent who built their own computer. I feel like there could be a co-segment that was like grandparent who built their own car back in the day. Because, I don't know, that's my grandpa, the one who had an MG, because he literally could just disassemble it and reassemble it. Um, which I don't Well, that's because it broke down all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's just normal. Because he had to. <laughs> that's normal highway driving. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that about sums up the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, we have lots of outlets you can check out. Out of spec, of course, everywhere, including Twitter. Um, I'm on Twitter, Jordan underscore Schieffer. Mike is M underscore Breeling. Ben is Benji underscore OOS. 
you'll find time in uh are you on twitter or just instagram uh i'm on uh <laughs> twitter as well it's just my first and last name time and skirt uh don't i would look it up honestly it's <laughs> <laughs> so hard to spell <laughs> well on instagram has got some juicy stuff at tipsy media yeah. and then some really cool photos. time and we have a discord right I'll throw oh yeah fully set up and functioning you get alerts when new uh videos come live if you choose to sign up for those notifications and there's a QR code up on the screen right now if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know how well it's going to work, but we're here. Oh, wrong way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we've got, I think, over 200 active members that we just – there's wow. sections set up to uh, communicate with anyone that's in there about electric cars, combustion cars, really anything you want. Yeah, so come and join us on Discord, and uh, we'll see you all in the next podcast. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.